Hi, welcome to Two Towns Over. This show is made possible by our patrons. If you want to monetarily support the show, we're at patreon.com slash two towns over. If you can't support us financially, then you can support us algorithmically by liking, rating, and sharing. Thanks. Enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody, to what will be the anniversary episode of Two Towns Over. Two whole years. Two, whole two years. years over, dude. Two, I mean, two, two, two towns. Two years, whole, two two years over. Two years over. Right, you know? We're two years over. We're yeah. two years over it. Yeah. Two years with these two chuckle fucks. Uh-huh. I am, How's that uh, been? <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason my beard is so big. I'm not a chuckle fuck. <laughs> I'm a troublemaker. There's a difference. A little rascal, if I'm you a will. I'm a rascal. But so... <laughs> One might say I'm quite modern. Anyway. <laughs> the idea was to do kind of a Q&A, you know, have the audience ask us questions on Facebook and Discord, but... Very few people understood the assignment. Plus, as Josh pointed out to me, uh, we've all been kind of an open book. Yeah. When it comes I, to I was going to say, show. I have no secrets. I've said it before. I'll say it again. The ones I do have, I keep. You can't have them. Because we do episodes like what this one is about to be, we can't really do a Q&A. We, we've already told everybody damn near everything. I know. Yeah. I haven't told anybody about the, the Killing Fields near my house where I hide the bodies. Well, they, no, they got it. They mm. get it through subtext. They, like, they like heard. We knew that you were a cult leader long before we the did the ciphers final cult down. The ciphers have been deciphered. <laughs> and, um, and you know, the if that house, if they find it, it's two, two acres, you know, we could start a compound there. Yeah. You know. So. I've always wanted a cult compound. <laughs> I'm but, not kidding. So, basically... Oh, I want a cul-de-sac. I want to own... A cul-de-sac, not literally. I think we've talked about this on the show before. I should quite like to be the head of a neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's but not perf- like not like an HOA. No, 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 not like an HOA. Like the spiritual leader of a neighborhood, but not yeah. literally. I uh-huh. don't want to be a cult leader quite. Right. Like, I want to be almost a cult leader. Yeah. Like the dad who's in charge of the other dads. That that's who I want to be. But so yeah, what we're gonna do is, by the way. Um, for an audio medium, this is just perfect. Or, or perhaps that's another house we're looking at. Or perhaps that's pretty rad. Yeah, I would accept head advisor to the king dad. Oh, I do like that quite yeah. a bit. I like the psycho steps. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is what I call them. You guys won't know because if I tell you where I live, you'll all hunt me down and worship me. Um, that's so, true. Yeah. So we did get a couple questions uh, that um, you know they're they're not life altering. Uh, the first question came from Ruben's mom. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. Okay, fuck. The question was, what's with the two-headed baby on the Facebook page? Yeah, I don't know. Well, the two-headed baby on the Facebook page replaced uh, artwork <coughs> that um, we no longer use, uh, and I had to come up with something. That two-headed baby is actually... <laughs> I'll elaborate later. Don't okay. worry. Okay. 
is actually at the Mutter Museum in Philadelphia, which is the medical uh, anomaly uh, museum. It has all like the the Siamese twins and stuff, and that was a, oh. a two headed Siamese fetus in a jar. It was a placeholder. It was a placeholder. Yeah, yeah, it's literally just something to to kind of stay creepy. We should put know? the dog back up. What dog? The dog. You don't remember? Oh my god! From tangents. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. There's Just the throwback. face of that dog yeah. is like in the backpack. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think that's a perfect image. I am actually I'm proud of myself for that image. Yeah. Back when somebody else worked on the Facebook page. <clears throat> I don't care. <laughs> you can't face him anymore. Care. He's a free man. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so, was, another, was there another question? I can't remember. This is just going to be a chaotic episode. Uh, to answer you, uh, Mom, in a in a just a pr- like a more concise way, uh, the the two headed baby was because we want to project an air of false weirdness. Kind of, <laughs> it's our own special brand of nerd. It's, it's mystique. It's nah. It's like <laughs> mystique but cheeky. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's ironic mystique. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. Oh, the, we yeah. own. We're like the people who would buy the Zach Bagans Museum, but not because we wanted to like close it or do anything different. We would just put quotes around everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this this quote unquote box uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> supposedly has what is considered a quote unquote. Dibbick <laughs> that apparently tried to kill Post Malone for some reason. Uh, the other for some quote unquote reason. reason. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. The other one was not an actual question. It was uh, our. Fuck, I want to do that. Our no. listener Adam Schubert asking if we consider doing an episode on known hell mouths. What um, that? The hell mouths place like portals to hell on Earth. Are there known hell mouths? <laughs> well, ones that are considered. Uh, one of them he mentioned is the Darvaza gas crater. Such as the place Orpheus walked through to the underworld? I guess. <laughs> uh, we did. Playing I, upon his liar. Um, I want to say it was when we were still going through the big book of bullshit. Uh-huh. Uh, there was a story about the, the, the Ukraine or Russia, Siberia. One of those places where they were drilling. And oh, oh you're talking it. about the one where they wanted to burn off the natural gas and then it just kept burning forever? No, this was the one no, that... No, that's Centralia. Okay. That was cool. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's not no? the one I'm talking about. No. Oh. Um, Centralia was an accident. There's a whole different right. one. Yeah, no. This was one where they actually intentionally tried to... And it just, just continued to burn. Oh. But it's not smoldering like Centralia. It's just like a big hole in it's the ground. Like it's just on fire. fire. Oh, okay. Like, it looks a, like, like a, a propane burner, basically. Yeah. Forever. But, but no... Yeah, but powered by the earth. This is the one where they were drilling into the ice and they hit a cavern or something. And they stuck a microphone down there and you could hear the screams of the damned and... Oh, rad. Yeah, but it... Yeah. Could you though, Don? Could you hear the screams Or could of the you dead? hear ice melting? Or... And hear me out. Uh, it was in the big book of bullshit. So, you know, maybe. Yeah, the big book of bullshit was way, way funnier than the baby book of plausible shit happening. Yeah, yeah. that's why oh, we like... haven't gone back to the baby book of plausible shit. Um, but so, yeah, we'll probably uh, go back and, and look at like, because there's other like portals. There's like bridges to hell and stuff like that. So once we get back into the swing of things and. And the chaos has subsided. Uh, we will definitely... Will the chaos subside, Don? I will we... make the fucking chaos subside. I don't think that's the correct attitude to take anymore. Well, it's going to have to subside. 
Although I'll probably end up making more chaos because once we have to start recording remotely, um, we'll probably bring Ethan on for an episode or two, and that'll just increase, that's exciting. Increase chaos. We've got to do uh, Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. We've got to do big it's, feats. It's been two years and we haven't done big feats because I've been waiting because I Ethan. I want Ethan in on it. Yeah, Ethan. Damn, I'm gonna make an item in D and D now. That's called um, the feats of bigness, <laughs> <laughs> but it's gonna be spelled feats like F E A T S. Well, here's a question: If anybody plays D and D, and I've got the dungeon master of our group here with us, when you get something, do you do you have the dungeon master here with us? I'm right here. Shut oh, the fuck oh, up. oh, no, <laughs> no, encourage that. Okay, Dungeon Master, let me ask you. When you've got oh, yes. Something, yes, please. When you've got something like a dagger, we'll just say like a dagger of uh, health or something that, sure. that increases your, um, uh, let's say your constitution by four or something like that. Uh-huh. I know Damn. that. Yeah, that'd be great. But oh. no, I'm just spitballing here. Uh, do you actually have to be holding it for it to work or can you just have it on your person? So, um, well, I, as, no, no, no. You're as, not your, the as your royal advisor, <laughs> <laughs> Ruben is coming across the room to whisper in my ear. Now you can just have it in your pocket. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Well, that's awesome. I, I would, it would, you would. It would... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you can wear it as a necklace if you want and then that would that's work actually valid i would just um, say that you would have to attune the item yeah <laughs> well when you're confronted in call of cthulhu when you're confronted with an actual outer god um how bad of a sanity roll do you have to make uh a, a, yes a, a three a three yeah <laughs> That actually would be <laughs> good because you have to roll under I, your sanity. I, I, that's yeah. a that's actually great. That's actually pretty fucking good. That's I, I know that's you had to roll under. I was just like I might as well have rolled a d twenty and given you whatever number came up. I don't fucking I know. I actually <gasps> found this out yesterday. You know the secret. Yes, <laughs> and I want to research further. I was at Second and Charles yesterday. You know, killing time because I had to, um, and I found a book about. Uh, the Cthulhu mythos. Yeah. Not role-playing game, but the actual Cthulhu mythos. Yeah. And I found out, according to this book, there are real-life cults of Cthulhu. You didn't... I did not know they were real. But yeah, there are people who actually believe Cthulhu is real, and... There are uh, also people that believe that Donald Trump is 6'3 and weighs 215 pounds, and that's not true either, so... You liar. People can, people can believe whatever feels right to them, I guess. Unless that thing that feels right to you is the destruction of other people in any way. But uh, let me go over to Discord because there were a couple. Somebody actually said they wanted a Ruben's rant. So is there anything you want to rant about? Oh, man. They caught me at such a bad time. I got hit and run a little over a week ago. And I'm fucking dealing with that, as well as some other things happened that are, I, it's just too much to go over right now. It's, it would take too long, even for me, and I don't have that kind of energy. So the answer is, yeah, I love ranting. Right now, though, I think I would die if I tried. Hey, uh, Don, do you have Amazon Prime? Yes, I do. Okay, I'll, I'll get with you later. I'm not buying you another fucking dildo. 
Fuck, that is embarrassing okay. to have shipped to my house. No, well, I was going to have you ship it to mine. Oh, but it's still got my name on it. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that we share the I mean, the fact that it is 12 inches in black says a lot about you. It is, it is going to be probably a little bit bigger than 12 inches because in reality it's a D&D mat. So <laughs> it'll be several feet done. Wow. Yeah. It'll also be a flat plane. <laughs> <laughs> Swiping it like a credit card. Like. <laughs> so yeah, somebody... I'm imagining the noise that the old like the cash register toys would make. <laughs> Uh, so, um, somebody, uh, I don't know everybody's real name on, uh, Discord because they use... Call out the Discord name, that's how... The Discord name is Father Donathan's Disciple. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, posted, um, (laughs) don't know who the fuck thought it was a good idea to bring in Liam Neeson to play Qui-Gon Jinn, but it was epic. Uh, That's just, he wanted that shouted out on the... What, that there's Father's Non-Disciple? No, because no, no. right above it, I shared a picture of uh, uh, a man born in on four twenty sixty nine wants to change his legally change his first name to Nice, and underneath that picture, fuck is a, yeah, dude, is a picture of Qui Gon Jinn when he's dying, saying he is the chosen one, he will bring balance, <laughs> <laughs> he will bring balance to the fall. So, Qui Gon Jinn, Liam Neeson is Qui Gon Jinn. What do you think? Why are you asking I, me? Why? Because this is what the whole fucking point of this episode is. is for us to interact with the fucking fans. I'm so confused by the direction of the comments. This is why I don't do social media. I get confused by it too easily. Um, I mean, sure. Uh, I don't know. I don't really like keep up with... I was like a kid when episode one came out. Yeah. So... I hate both of you. It was good. Like, I liked... It was a fun movie for me. Uh, well, the parts that were flashy were fun for me. Later, I like watching theory videos about the po- political structure of the universe so itself, it's, but I the like, movies are boring as shit. I like Star Wars games more than I like the movies. That's not controversial. Like, Je- Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor. So, yeah. so good. I'm... And then I really enjoy researching to fill in blanks in lore after that, but I have never particularly enjoyed any of like the TV shows or movies. So I actually was at the movie theater opening day of Phantom Menace. Uh-huh. Mainly because I worked at Hooters at the time. What year was it? 99. No. Wait. Yes. No. 96? Ah, uh, bro. Hold on. That's, might have been that's my birth year. If it's 90, 99, your no, first yeah, impulse okay. was correct. All right. I would have been seven. Or, I was or, three. Or six, six or seven. But so, yeah, I worked at Hooters at the time, and the Hooters I worked at was literally within walking distance of the theater. So I got off work, and you know, I'd got my ticket a few days earlier, but it was just a walk over to the theater. Uh huh. Well, there was a line outside the theater, obviously. Of people waiting to get in to see the Phantom Menace. Yeah. And I, this was before the days where we had phones to occupy our time. Yeah, right. So you had to like stare at the wall. Yeah, or, or actually interact like with Like twiddle people. your thumb. No! Yeah. Well, Interact were... with st- 
Star Wars fans? Yes. It's <laughs> more likely than you think, more at six. There was uh, three guys standing like in front of me. And, uh, <clears throat> sorry. And they were uh, quizzing each other. On the oh, movies. that's such a fucking Star Wars fan thing to do. And they literally were like, it had gotten to the point oh, where they were oh, asking. Yeah. Star like, Trek fans are way worse. Oh, yeah. They got to the point where they weren't just asking, like, which character? Blah, blah. They were asking, like, what is the screen ratio in the original Star Wars movies? And those were Star Trek fans pretending. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, wow. I got, I didn't, I won't say I got annoyed, but I was like, all right, shut up. I don't care. Shut up. And it just blurted out of me. I was like, what did George Lucas have for breakfast this morning? These motherfuckers stopped what they were doing and began to theorize what George Lucas might have had for breakfast that day. I'll be honest, that sounds so fun to me. That but... sounds way better than quizzing each other about. Yeah. yeah. Like, I would you, much you... rather. Markedly pr- improved the situation. You somehow. did. <laughs> oh, I did. These were the these same guys. They were those types of people that literally there's a s- special spot in the theater that is the perfect place to sit as far as audio and uh, They were those people. And it's I am only that way about live theater. I, I will be honest. As a person who has, I mean, there, there's not a perfect spot. For no. live theater. There are a few really good spots in their preference base. I know there's but... a few bad spots at AMP. Yes. Like where the well, fucking poles are. So, yeah, I was just going to say, visuals are much more important in a theater yeah. than the sound. The sound, you can much more easily make sound bend around corners than light. Yeah. yeah. It's much easier. It just kind of does it. Uh, and theaters are built such that the sound's going to hit you, and you're going to get that full experience anyway. Especially modern theaters. This was '99. Yeah, in that's that that qualifies modern as modern in this surround sound existed. I was going to say, really, like speaker technology has not changed that it much. It hasn't improved market. You know, it's not that much of a leap. Like it, it my when I lived at the the trap house that I've talked about on the show before. Um, my roommate at the time, James, who I adore to this day, congrats, James and Cassie, on their beautiful baby boy. Um, he had this old, old set of speakers. Well, I mean, I say old, old, but to us, they felt like it. They were big tower speakers that were from like the 70s. Mm-hmm. And they were better than my set of speakers that were from the, the 2000s. Yeah. Like by a long shot full subwoofer and everything it speaker technology just is good yeah you it, at, at a certain point you reach the pencil and you're done yeah then you have to move on to the pen and then you're kind of done with that too because they work exactly how you need them yeah and there are minor changes slight differences between brands and shit like that but the technology itself is the fucking same it's a tube with ink in it you know what uh-huh. i'm saying like it's it technology like the screw has not changed since it was invented but another thing that happened while we were standing in line is like it was a situation where like a group of people were there and one guy was going to meet up later uh-huh well this guy met up later and these three Crazy. 
well, and he joined his friends who uh-huh. were like towards the front of the line. Yeah. And as he walked by, one of the people said, hey, this man's jumping in line, skipping. Uh-huh. You could have heard a fucking pin drop. Uh-huh. In that line. And I was like, we're going to see some shit. <laughs> World star. But um, this is pre-World star. But still. Um, 99? Nah, that's was, about right. Was it? Well, uh, not for white people. Not not in a Star ah, Wars line. Got it. <laughs> true. And the craziest thing was, is I saw my fucking uh, oh. seventh grade English teacher in line. Now nah, that checks out. That, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. <clears throat> so um, we don't have any more Q and A, but we do have somebody asking our opinion. Oh yeah, if I can get back to Discord. <laughs> like. They say she's just a little guy. That's my fucking... That's that's me. So, Lady Jupiter um, on Discord. That would be... That's Katie, right? No. No? Katie, is that Katie Rachel or is that Amanda Galilli? Oh, no. Oh, shit. The, I, social media works by no, you say the name. I'm sorry. It is Katie Reitzel. Amanda Galilli responded to my post today about being yes. late. Okay. Sorry. The name about just what? My head. She responded today on my post about being late. What was, oh, okay. How I posted the episode late. Ah, uh, Don's period was late. Yes. I thought he said You're the she responded today uh, on my post about getting laid. Well, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> uh. like, how did Cindy feel when you posted that? Cindy's uh. in Illinois. I don't care. <laughs> <clears throat> but um, her thing is, she actually has a tangent she wants to go off on uh, for years, is that Harry Potter movies can be considered Christmas movies. Because a couple of them have a five to ten minute Christmas scene. It's funny that your your head went to immediately like, oh, Don, what a dog, what a rascal. And my head was like, I wonder how Cindy would feel about Don posting their intimate details. Like <laughs> that, That's what I said. Very two different. Yeah. Well, no, you said, how, oh. How, how did Cindy feel when you made that post? Oh, oh. I thought you were implying Yeah, that. we both went that okay. I cheated on her. It's where we are mine. Yeah, right. Uh, her, yeah, so <laughs> I, I was not thinking about I It was different. Anyway. So if Harry Potter can be considered a Christmas movie because some of the films have five to ten minute Christmas scenes, then Gremlins needs to be considered a Christmas movie because two thirds of it takes place on Christmas Eve. Look, I'm going to take the basic stance on this, okay? And it's that if it's a movie that you and yours watch at Christmas time, it's a Christmas That's movie. a Christmas movie. That's a Christmas movie. Well, we have... Controversial... Uh, Hallmark does not own Christmas, okay? <laughs> Fuck Hallmark. So in Not the, controversial. Not controversial. What do, is there, okay, so here's the thing. Um, when the first Saw came out, okay, um, Cindy and I watched it, and we uh-huh. were like, now the original Saw, I'm not talking about all... Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the original. The, the, the OG, the, the reverse bear trap. mind fuck of a sh- movie. Yes. And we loved it. We went to visit my parents for Christmas. And we brought Saw with us because my parents raised me on horror movies. Okay. And I know it's so weird to think that, huh? But <laughs> yeah, there must it, be it, families who do that. At yeah. first, I was like, oh, that's a bad movie to bring to your folks on Christmas. But then I remembered your Dawn. So. Yeah. We got like, we got like musicals and animation and Mel Brooks. Yeah. For some reason. Because your dad. Because my dad. And also like things like. You know, nerd culture from the 70s, because my dad was a nerd in the 70s. Yeah. But not horror nerd culture from the 70s. Oh, yeah. So it's it's just One of my dad and my stepmom's first dates that they took me and, at the time, my two-year-old brother to 
was a marathon of the first four Friday the 13th movies at a nice. drive-in theater. Bro, like, my aunt did shit like that, and it used to baffle me. Like, <laughs> she had us watching Underworld when we were, like, 10. Mm-hmm. And we saw people get eviscerated by helicopters and shit. Yeah. Like we watched Blade. She's who got me into fucking comic book movies nice. and shit like that. Like, it was... I remember watching the original Nightmare on Elm Street by myself when I was 10 years old. I watched fucking Titanic, all the whole thing, by myself when I was like eight. That's not quite as uh, scarring as Nightmare on Elm Street is when you're a 10-year-old. You'd be surprised. Did the boobs scare you? Yeah, Don, I was a victim of sexual abuse. Oh, of I'm course sorry. the fucking boobs scared that. me. Sorry. But what was I saying? <laughs> no, it's okay. But but not that way. It was more of a like a just a, in a similar way. Very much you would assume that that would be too mature. But like I got it. Yeah. It only took the one go through. Like it's OG Nightmare on Elm Street was my first horror movie. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, my mom likes to say that I watched it behind her back. I was like 11 or 12 <laughs> when I s- seeked it out. That's about right, though. Watched it, and sh- she'll say that I watched it behind her back. Literally, I found it on a sketchy website and watched it on the home computer sitting directly behind her because the computer was behind the couch. So, yes, in fact, I did watch Nightmare on Elm Street behind my mom's back. <laughs> that's great that's like top tier fucking mom joke yeah. <laughs> oh my god but um so yes yeah, so we took saw down we were like telling my mom and dad you gotta watch this movie because they got me into horror yeah and we watched it everything was cool never thought about it again the next year we go to visit my parents again for christmas and my dad with a big grin on his face says guess what i rented what'd you rent dad i rented saw two so yes, Saw Saw is a Christmas Saw franchise. is a Christmas yes. movie. Fucking facts confirmed. <laughs> yeah, there's always been the debate about uh, Home Alone and Die Hard. Yeah, I was gonna say Die Hard is the big one. Home Alone is Home Alone is like specifically a Christmas movie, though, isn't it? But it does. It's it happens at Christmas, but it's not about Christmas. Don't they play no, a Christmas Don, song or two in it? It's about it. No, see, that's the thing. A uh, the true. I am a movie theorist to, of the. I don't know, maybe like the eighth belt level or whatever the fuck. <laughs> um, basically, I'm of middling to high rank, uh, middle high rank of theory of movies. And uh, the true hallmark of a Christmas movie is does it promote the things that we generally promote in Christmas movies? These things being general concepts like family and how important it is, um, a loving community. Coming together in tragedy, remembering the good times, shit like that. Good, warm feelings. Like Saw. Like Saw. Like Saw, yeah. And Die Hard. <laughs> uh, and Gremlins. And Gremlins. Yeah. And fucking Home Alone is about reuniting with your family after hardship and it being cool and then yes. you eat food. Like, that's what Christmas movies are. See, now, I believe that um, we always watched, Cindy and I, when we did, we haven't watched it in a long time. We would watch The Nightmare Before Christmas on Thanksgiving. Nice. No, that's perfect. Because it's in between the two holidays. Nightmare on Elm. That's so uh, cute. You and Cindy's marriage is so cute to me. I love it. it. Nightmare, Nightmare Before, Before Christmas. Christmas. I know. Yeah. It's great, isn't it? It's yeah. inspiring. Um, it is 
maybe the world's only Thanksgiving movie. Yeah. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. What? You've never seen Planes, Trains? Well, you've never seen fucking Ghostbusters. Why would you see Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? I told you I've seen the cartoon, Don. <sighs> Planes, Trains, and Automobiles <laughs> is Steve Martin and John Candy. And the whole ah. movie is about them trying yeah. to get home for Thanksgiving. Via planes, trains, and automobiles, yes. of course. Ah! Because the My plane dad gets... does like that movie. I movie. have never seen it. It's a good movie. Or maybe he doesn't like that movie. My family knows of this movie. I have never <laughs> seen it. <laughs> it. has one of the best rant scenes. I want my fucking car right fucking now. But, um... I think we didn't watch Steve Martin because my mom did not like him. Why? Because my mom has weird taste. I don't know. I suppose. Uh, my mom does not like white men. <laughs> I can't And I guess Steve Martin has enough. always been the whitest of white men. He's been yeah. gray since he was in his 20s. My mother was raised in the culture of the whites, and she hates that shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so to answer your question, uh, Lady Jupiter. Maybe. Uh, oh, shit, I've been Reuben, Lady Jupiter. God damn it. What? I want to be that. Lady I want to be a Lady, Lady Jupiter, Jupiter. Yeah. because that's our Fortnite skin. My God, the the new one, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, uh, Her name is crew. literally Astria or something. Yeah, but like, she literally looks like somebody whose name should be. Lady oh, dude, Jupiter. I have to tell you real quick. I I played a solo match last night. Oh, and like oh. dropped right next to somebody who was using that skin, and we looked at each other, and neither of us had weapons, and we fucking took off. Yep. And uh, then I was like hiding in a room and she came around a corner and we fucking went off at each other and I almost got her and she got away. And then I fucking ran off and I'm like running through the trees and a fucking shot misses me and I turn and it's her. And we face off for a minute again. <laughs> she, she almost got me and I fucking rocket jumped away. Nice, nice. And then uh, finally, later on, I was trying to third party another fight, and there was somebody else fourth partying it, and it was her, and I died before the situation could resolve. But damn. Yeah. Damn. I love having <laughs> a nemesis. I know. <laughs> it's like the last time I played GTA Online before things changed. Lady Jupiter's a really good name. That's all I was getting Yeah, about. it is. Um, I had just built my... Uh, basically smuggling business uh-huh. <clears throat> and was delivering goods. And I had to get to an airplane because there was like, anyways, so I get to the airport and there's somebody there with a fucking bazooka. Uh-huh. And as I'm Just taxiing, grieving. yes, I'm taxiing down the runway. He blows me up. Ah, GTA. Got it. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I was fucking, like, Oh, what? I fucking <laughs> in the, in, in the, the 90s world. when Don was setting up his smuggling operation. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Before, uh, that's how I got the tickets to, phantom menace but um (laughs) brief moment of incongruity in my head but so i come back and i had a sniper rifle sniped his ass got in my plane again took off or started taxiing and the motherfucker was spawned right back pretty much where he died and shot me again and this time blew my plane up but yeah I don't like having nemesis in games. I hate that. I would much rather play no it depends on the game and the attitude of the nemesis yeah yeah, because there was like there was like one guy one time I was coming out of a building and somebody ran me over, killed me, and I didn't see who did it, and yeah. I came back, spawned in the same area, and there was somebody right there, so I killed him. Uh huh. Thinking it was the guy. Uh huh. Go to get back in my car. 
I get run over by a car, and the guy actually took the time out of his day to message me, because I didn't have, <laughs> to say, next time, don't kill somebody you don't know. And I just said, I'm sorry, man. I was killed by somebody, and I, you know, I come back, and you were there. I just assumed it was you. Uh-huh. My bad. And he's like, okay, cool. And went on about his day. Yeah. He didn't keep trying to kill me. See, that's a good nemesis. A bad yeah. game to have a nemesis in, Sea of Thieves. Oh, my God. You don't want to have a nemesis in Sea of Thieves. Although it was very fun to make that one dude fucking rage. Oh, my God. Sending voice messages and shit. Oh, you know you so got mad. someone on Xbox bad when they're sending you voice messages. He was so mad. Uh, speaking of, and I'm just going to say it because I know, I, I've seen footage of Skull and Bones. Uh-huh. And they actually do have where you can get off. Now. I know they changed it. Uh, my brother's really excited for it. He was telling me about it when uh, they had to. There's no way. It was yeah, stay exactly. The way it was. When, when I went to um, little birthday cookout mm. last weekend. Yeah, the whole reason we're behind again. But no, we're not. I'm kidding. Yeah, Technically, we are. Um, but um, all right. So should we get to the spooky story? I guess. Um, I don't know. I, I had my life event that I wanted to share oh, because yeah. I've never actually like directly addressed it on the show. Um, was like I don't want to get too deep into it, but you know, it's I used to mention all the time that uh, my girlfriend had done all of our artwork and how much I loved and adored her. Well, that's not a thing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. It was a nasty breakup. It was. It was a bad breakup for one um, of them. Well, yeah, for reasons that were, you know, not my fault. But I also don't blame anybody who uh, believes her that never came to get my side because, you know, I'm never really going to blame anyone for believing a a woman over a man, especially in a breakup. But it is what it is, man. Yep. No one ever came to my side. That's why the artwork changed. Yes. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, there, there's your trivia fact. The artwork changed because my ex said to uh, either pay her or stop using it, and I wasn't about to give her a cent. Yeah, and it's not that we're cheap. It's just there was no. there's principalities involved. Yeah, as right. A, as a third-party observer, I will say that one of these parties was culpable for a lot of damage done to another of these parties and it was not the way that she's saying because yeah. i watched it uh you yeah you 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 got to see a lot that uh a lot of other people didn't that i was in denial of myself but um that that's why all the artwork changed very suddenly another very good friend uh did not like the way that that situation was handled with regards to the artwork, so uh, she offered to do the new logos for free. Yeah, and I we pointed loved out them. at the time that legally she had given us the artwork specifically for yes. use in the show. And yes, that exactly. She could not demand and shit from us from that. No, but, but we were trying to be right. Legal. And well, also there was a situation where she still kind of had a significant amount of leverage over me with regards to the car That's and how. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> That was why we, we just went ahead and changed it, but the new logos look better anyway. I'm just yeah. going to say it. So, <laughs> so Yeah, so if um, you were one of the few people who got uh, the uh, Two Towns Over t-shirts from uh, Teespring. Um, you, have, you have to give them back now yes. because my ex is mad that we used yeah. that artwork. I think she even stole my uh, Satanic Panic t-shirt. Yeah, we got to replace Be- because, that. Because it had her art on it. I think she just went ahead and took that. Mm-hmm. 
She, like, one time when she came over here to get stuff when I wasn't here, she, like, th threw everything out of my dresser onto the floor and just left it there. <laughs> also, Jonathan Brada um, is one of our patrons, and... Uh, uh, Jonathan actually can't have the Satanic Panic t-shirt. Why? Uh, he lives with his grandparents, and they will not be cool with that. Oh. Yeah, so... Uh, We're holding it in reserve for he, you, he has He has banked his one t-shirt, and the, the next t-shirts that we get, we'll get him That'll one of those. Yeah, yeah. We'll the less overtly Satanic ones. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But... Uh, uh, the, the cool part of that... You know what we're going to do for Jonathan? Because now that I know that... Huh. We're going to fight the oppression. <laughs> We're going to hold one in reserve. You cannot kill his grandparents. We're Ruben. not going to do that. <laughs> We're not going to do it. would never. Um, we're going to hold the satanic panic shirt in reserve for Jonathan and he'll also get the next one. Yeah. Uh, a cool thing about, uh, being single again though is I'm, I'm single and I'm like on dating apps and I do a podcast. So I've had a couple of, uh, really entertaining interactions with, <laughs> with people that I've talked to on dating apps. Like, uh, this girl that I started talking to not too long ago, uh, I sent a screenshot of the conversation with her to the the Discord because she decided to start with Ed Gein Part 1 <laughs> <laughs> and had never heard uh, of Ed Gein at all. Wait, okay. I thought that she had listened to any of the podcast before that. No. No, she jumped right in for Ed Gein Part 1. And had never, Whoa. never heard of Ed Gein at all. Never well, you, listened to us. You might as well guide her to Albert Fish and Carl Tanzler next. The thing that's crazy about that is not the subject matter. That's whatever. To me, it's the fact that you started with our, what? Our, it had to be at the time our most recent that was the episode? Most recent, yeah. What? I had mentioned that I had just worked on that script and uh, ah, I was really proud of it. That makes sense. Yeah. That was still fucking wow. <laughs> As I remember uh, we got to the part where I clarified that uh, Ed Gein wasn't a cannibal. And she texted me. She was like, he wasn't a cannibal? What was the point? And I was like, oh, oh, honey. Oh, you sweet <laughs> summer child. <laughs> the, the, the point was furniture. Yeah. <laughs> it was decor. Yes. Did you see? The point was he was literally insane. Yeah. Like, why anything? Uh, did you see the post I posted on Discord whenever I was um, setting up the um, the video for Instagram? Instagram doesn't have hashtags like uh, sure, TikTok yeah. does. Instagram has topics. Okay. So they have certain like um, movies. Did you do the Ed Gein one and put carpentry? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, it took my dark side. <laughs> you know that, you know, the, the, the uh, meme of Kermit. Now and fuck, Kirk I was going to yes. say, Don was the Kermit <laughs> meme. And literally I'm sitting there because. You, you switched from your brown cowboy hat to your black yes. cowboy hat. <laughs> because Walker, Texas Ranger. I don't know him. <laughs> under under uh, health and beauty was uh, one of the topics was skincare. <laughs> <laughs> and if you go further down, another topic was home decor. Nice. Oh, no. And you should have. <laughs> you should I know, but I was like. Just like they can't do shit about it. They uh, can't fuck yeah, with you about it. It's, it's But like, um, like <coughs> next week where we actually start talking about what he did, uh -huh. when I was looking up pictures uh, for the Ed Gein, um, I was trying to find a picture of Augusta. 
because oh, most boy. of the first episode was about hey, you. You typed in Ed Gein and then no, I actually typed images? in Augusta Gein. Oh, okay, but that's not that's going to get you to a lot of the same results. It does because I actually saw the lampshade and I uh, saw the uh, <coughs> the 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 nipple belt and yeah, the, that's um, the most famous one. Yeah. Everybody knows about the nipple belt. That and, image lives in my head. Yeah, every and, time you say it, I, the same image. Oh, me too. From high school. Uh huh. Is in my head that very specific black and white photo. Yeah. yeah. No, these were color. What I saw. Oh, you found color photos. Yeah. Wow. Maybe my brain just puts it in black and white to make it less real. I don't know. Maybe, but um, it, but yeah, I also remember it being in sort of a grayscale. Yeah. So I don't know. But uh, there's twenty twenty two colorized. <laughs> 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 but there's a part of me that wants you know when I start doing pictures for the next episode. Actually, can you get away with those pictures online? No, no, definitely not on Instagram. Definitely not on TikTok. Mm. You could on Twitter, probably. <laughs> Hell, they'd probably be like, "How did you get that? How do you make that?" Only if you say something racist. Oh yeah, if you say something racist, you can post whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, yeah. Like, <clears throat> but I guarantee because then it's free speech. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you posted that this was from a white person, it would be taken down for critical race theory. No, they would praise you. We should do this all the time. <laughs> what, make skin out of, or make lamps out of white people's skin? We'll just make, well, the views of, <laughs> <laughs> the views of Elon Musk do not represent the views of Two Towns Over, or its subsidiaries, uh, which we don't have. Yet. Yet. We do have, uh, uh, yeah, production team, but not. Um, it's Don. That's yes. the whole team. Yes. Um, I mean, maybe who who really knows? But um, all right. Well, I guess we'll get into the uh, story. We received a, a spooky story. A from, spooky story from a listener. From a oh. listener. All right, and we're back. But uh, all right, so <laughs> so this story comes from a listener. Um, all right, so I lived in a city called Yuma. It's actually packed with history and has the most interesting historical landmarks. Yuma is the home of the oldest prison in the United States. Some infamous criminals were sent there due to extreme conditions. It's a prison in the middle of the desert. What can you expect? They also have one of the oldest casinos. Part of the building has been converted to a restaurant and it's turned into a city staple. And she quotes uh, parenthetically that they have the best chili cheese fries. Uh, <clears throat> Alrighty then. Both the prison and the casino have been on ghost adventures. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, no. Yeah. Zach Bagans. It's already Bagans! <laughs> I already like it less just because it has been featured on <laughs> Ghost Adventures. Uh, I've seen every episode of Ghost Adventures, so I think the Yuma, I think I've heard about, the, I think I remember the Yuma one. There was like a bats somewhere. Vaguely. I don't know. I just remember that Zach Bagans felt a cold chill and... Oh, 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 oh no, oh, oh. But that literally describes every. Say you've scene. narrowed it down so much. That must be that one episode. <laughs> oh, oh! I just thought. Sorry. Did you feel a cold chill? Yes. <laughs> and now I feel rage. But no. Um. But it's it's a strangely external rage, right? Yes. Uh huh. Yes. <laughs> fuck you say to me. Fuck you. The fuck did you just fucking say to me, you little shit? Yeah. I'll have you know. 
<laughs> no, I just realized. Do you know who I am? That Illinois is just north of Kentucky. Kentucky is the home of Bobby Mackey's uh, Music World, which is like suppose the very first episode of Ghost Adventures was Bobby Mackey's Music World. And literally, it was so traumatizing to them that at one point, there's an episode where they're in Kentucky again, and they're passing by Bobby Mackey's, and they initially stopped to go in and say hi, but they just couldn't do it. They couldn't bring themselves to do it. It was just so much. I'm going to write him a letter. All that letter is going to say is go fuck yourself. That is not what I expected to hear. Oh, God. We're never getting invited for a special tour of the museum. I hope you realize that. Uh, I, no. Oh. I think if we're shitty enough about it, he will to prove us wrong, and uh-huh. he won't. No, and we're not going to accept that. Do you know why? Because it'll be the most frustrating experience of our whole goddamn lives. It'll be like being on an episode of Jerry Springer where everybody knows you're wrong, except you aren't wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've already been there. So um, On Jerry Springer? Yes. Technically, uh, I was invited on Jerry Springer once. For what? All right, sorry, listener. We're going to get back to the story in a minute. So, <laughs> How did we not know this? This is called Tangents for a Reason. <laughs> so um, shortly after Cindy and I got together, one morning we go outside to go to work, and there is a picture of a naked girl in a shower under the windshield wiper of Cindy's car. A picture of a girl I have never seen before in my life. Ever. And the back of the picture had a complete write-up on the back saying, Donnie, uh, I'm paraphrasing, um, I know you're with Cindy now, but I will never forget the time that we had together. And I want you to know that I still love you and I still want to be with you. Blah, 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 blah. Now, keep in mind, before Cindy, I went through a very, very massive dry spell. Okay, so the last girl I had actually been with before Cindy was seven years before Cindy. Okay, so um, we call the police because we don't know who the fuck this girl is. Yeah, but obviously there's something going on, and uh, the police said there's really nothing they can do about it. They, you know, we said you can take there's fingerprints on it, and they're like, no, we can't. So I was like, all right, fine. We'll I'm just... I'm already engrossed in this story. So we're like, well, we'll just write it off. So at the time, I was working at um, Lockheed Martin. I don't care. It's been twenty sure. years. I was working at Lockheed Martin, and Cindy also worked there, and she got off earlier than I did that day. <clears throat> That's and, how it's supposed to happen. Yeah, and I get a phone call, and it's Cindy, saying, "I really need you to come home." now so i pack up my shit and i drive home and she tells me that she right before she called me she had just gotten off the phone with the producers of the jerry springer show yes jerry springer show had called our house to speak to cindy and the there that's stalking i'm certain of it the they wanted us to come on the show and the topic of the show was, I'm cheating on my boyfriend or husband, I don't know if we were married at that point, uh, with my ex. We never called, she never called Jerry Springer, I never called Jerry Springer. I called Jerry Springer and literally told the producer, 
No offense to you, dude, but it'll be a cold day in hell before I showed up on your television show. I have no desire to be on your show. My girlfriend, fiance, wife, whatever she was at the time, did not call you, lose our phone number, never call us again. But yeah, we were asked to come on the Jerry Springer show. Wow. Somebody got And you still have no fucking clue. No who fucking did it. clue who it was. Wow. What? Yeah. Don't know who this girl was. Don't. And, you know, I'm not passing judgment. Well, I'm kind of passing judgment. Uh, I don't know where this picture of this girl came from. And now this was pre phone uh, cameras. So literally, someone took that picture, got it developed wrote on the back of it and snuck on my property in the middle of the night to stick it on my wife's windshield wiper. Wow. That's a crime. That has to be a crime. Yeah. So I've already been on Jerry. I've been in, I've been involved with the Jerry Springer show, but I didn't actually go on as many people. I assume against their will. Oh yeah. Like oh, yeah. you can't go on the Jerry Springer show on purpose. It just can't be possible. Uh okay. So back to the story. Sorry listener for that tangent, but it's a tangent for a reason. Um uh, enough of the fun facts. I mostly told you all of that to solidify the fact that the ghostly that a ghostly encounter isn't unheard of there. Like with any haunting, it started pretty small and quickly escalated. Go, no, Don, no. This, we're treating this like an article. Uh, ghostly encounters aren't confirmed. They're, they're, they're everywhere. They're not, they're not uncommon anywhere. Everybody knows somebody who's like, I felt a ghost one time or I saw a ghost one time. No, you didn't. Um, Fucking tangent again. I um, know I'm not going <laughs> to fucking change minds or hearts here, but you didn't. <laughs> My dad did. He, no. Hear me out. No. Hear me out. When he I, was a kid. It's not going to work, bud. Well, when he was a kid, he, there was a Spanish conquistador. You know what they look like? Yeah. That had. That uh, stupid helmets. Yeah. Uh, that carried his head under his arm. Okay. And he would see it at the foot of his bed when he was a kid. That's a night terror. We've discussed this. Well, hold on. Hear me out. So at the time when they, when my dad was a kid, my, <laughs> yeah, my grandparents. Nearly headless Nicolas. <laughs> <laughs> my grandparents lived in a mobile home. After everybody, my dad was the youngest. After he moved out, they decided to build an actual physical house on the property. They had an acre of land, so they just got rid of the mobile home, built a physical house. So their dining room in the new house was in the same location where my dad's bedroom was when they had the mobile home. And for a time, now my dad never told anybody, but for a time, my aunt, which was his older sister, uh, lived there with their kids while they were building a house next door. And one night she was feeding my cousin, my youngest cousin in that family, uh, who was a baby at the time. And she looked up from where she was in the kitchen and saw the same figure standing in what would have been the location of my dad's bedroom. So two people saw the same figure and never talked about it to each other. Do you believe there are aliens in Area 51? Uh, no. Okay. 
more than two people have said that they've seen aliens in Area 51, and we still don't believe them. But, okay, because those people are trying to get money and get on TV and shit. It, it doesn't matter. It's... The problem isn't that people have said that they see these things. The problem is, though, is that it is demonstrable how bad human memory is, even after a couple of days. And that gets compounded when you, a person who, how old was your dad when he had you? He was 17. Uh Uh-huh. So at least 12 years later, and this is, he's five what do you remember very clearly from when you were five? I remember vivid nightmares I had when I was a kid. That's uh-huh. about all anybody ever remembers. I remember certain... Yeah, but that hesitance is what I'm talking about. Because you can tell that the memory is degraded. That is just a fact. That just happens. It. That's how your brain does it. Now, add that in... To the fact that seeing ghosts and feeling cold chills and shit, all of that is reproducible in, uh, in like experimental environments. You can make people see and feel those things based on, you know, barely audible sound by vibrations and fucking gases and all kinds of shit. It's really easy to make your brain see things that aren't there. And a lot of those phenomena, I guess you could call them, are location-based. Now, also, as we've discussed on the podcast before, uh, whole families can say they've seen ghosts. That doesn't mean the ghosts are real at all, ever. And, like, I don't know, man. It's just... My thought with when it comes to ghosts, and I think I've shared it with you before, is that it's not so much a spiritual thing it's more of electromagnetism sure. because we are technically biological machines and yeah. we have electricity running through our bodies which by definition means we give off even if a weakened state some form of electromagnetism yeah and there has been scientific proof that some materials can hold on to electromagnetic energy more than others. So when I say a ghost, it may not necessarily be like somebody's spirit that lingers. It could just be a residual electromagnetic echo, basically. (sighs) (laughs) That's not how electromagnets work, (laughs) even a little bit, Don. And you should know that. Our impulses are not electromagnetic they are electrochemical which means chemicals create electrical impulses in our body it does not mean that there is actual electricity in your body that's why static electricity still fucking hurts it's because you ground out if there's too much in there it grounds out naturally into the system aka the ground like when you die isn't there's not like an imprint if that was the case living people would Definitely leave imprints fucking everywhere all the time. And like only dead people get to do that after the electromagnetic chemical shit has ceased to happen. I'm saying that what if like somebody like a conquistador got beheaded in that area and the in that area of Florida. Okay. Eh, That's. Yeah. Motherfucker. 
I still don't believe it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I, but who's to say that that when you die through some violent death that you don't give off some kind of discharge, which sounds grosser than I meant for it to be. We give off plenty of types of discharge. Plenty of types of discharge. I am simply saying that all of the physical phenomena that people claim can explain ghosts is literally measurably lost into the biological system of the earth. It's measurable. You can watch it happen. That's how decay works. You don't give off an extra strong pulse of mental waves when you die. That's not how it works. Like, it's... No, but you do, because that's how Chucky got himself into the doll. (laughs) Chucky was not in the doll. Chucky was the name of the doll. It was Henry... Fuck, what was his name? Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does. That's his thing. Yeah, that's, yeah. Chucky kills. But Henry Ray, Henry Lee Ray, I think. I don't remember. Uh, it is far more likely that a child had night terrors or nightmares, told somebody without remembering that they told somebody, a.k.a. maybe their older sister when she came to check. And then that same older sister, one day, while tired, caring for a child, a baby, perhaps. Kids say everything in their heads. Right. Like, maybe she imagined it, or maybe she says that she saw it so many times to make her younger brother feel better that she feels like she remembers actually seeing it. You can do that to yourself. We've discussed this as well. Or you say it to a parent... And then the parents like, oh yeah, that conquistador, uh-huh. and then they forget about that whole interaction because they've heard about a million nightmares. <laughs> and then fifteen years later, subconsciously, you still remember that. I just, lo- I'm, I'm mainly just doing it to be an agent of chaos. I know, I, know. I can tell that it's <laughs> pissing Ruben off to no end. It's, it's so. That's why. That's why I wasn't engaging with this. <laughs> Back to the story. <laughs> um, anyway, that's how I feel about your ghost stories. So like with any haunting, it started out pretty small and quickly escalated. One of my first encounters, any haunting, uh, I was... Huh? huh? Nothing. <laughs> they start out small and they quickly escalate because you see something one time that you're like, I wonder if that was a ghost and now you want there to be a ghost. Uh, I had told them that there was some... Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I was sitting downstairs with one of my friends. I told him that some weird shit had been happening around the house, and he kind of just brushed it off. As he should have. <laughs> like, let let this be an example. Uh, don't do if this. You, if you, the listeners, send us a ghost story, this is we what are happen. going to treat it exactly like we would any other ghost story. There is no special treatment. Okay. We're going to treat it exactly like when we talked about the fucking uh, the, the poltergeist house. You know by now how I feel about this. You know. You have to. Listen. If you've been listening to us for two years, <laughs> you must know. Uh... I'll even say if you've been listening to us for any amount of the two years worth of content that we have thus far produced... You should well, know in some very well how in, I feel about these things. In some people's defense, we haven't done a ghost story since we started Satanic Panic at the beginning of the year. Oh, I guess that's true. So, we haven't made fun of a ghost story in quite a while. Let me set the scene. My apartment had two floors. <clears throat> a staircase smack in the middle leading to the second floor. There's a light switch at the bottom and a light switch at the top. Both let, control let, the staircase light. 
Let me set the scene. Um, my friend and I were sitting, we're the only ones home. We're sitting and chatting when the staircase light turns on. Both of us stop because obviously we're like, who the fuck just turned on the light? I get up, hit the bottom switch and turn it off. And then I go sit back down. We go back to talking when the light turns on again. Sounds like you got rats in your wires, bud. (laughs) I look over to him and he's looking at me, jaw on the floor. Naturally, I said, I told you so and asked him if he believed me now. Nope. Other other stuff starts happening. I'd leave my room with my blinds closed and I'd come back to my blinds completely open. My things would go missing and appear back in really obvious places, etc. That's... That sounds like you have ADHD, friend. I'm not going to lie. One weekend, I was home alone. My mom was in Mexico for the weekend, and I stayed behind. I was upstairs in my room, laying on my floor, watching a movie on my laptop. I had my head lying on the ground with my ear pressed to the ground. Suddenly, I hear one of the kitchen cabinets slam so hard, I could feel the vibration of the impact through the floor on my face. Uh, My room was right above the kitchen. I can tell you that I did not go downstairs to investigate. I stayed my ass in my room and didn't leave until the next morning. Oh, my God. <laughs> this incident, or this next incident, was not too long after this one. I was taking a shower. I get out of the shower, look at the mirror, and there's a handprint in the condensation, dripping in everything like someone had just touched the mirror. Keep in mind that I keep the door locked when I'm in the shower. So there's no way someone could have come, could have come in to do that. And no, it was not the type of doorknob that you could unlock from the outside. Let me just skip to the scariest thing I experienced through that entire thing. I come home from volunteering for my mom uh, at the elementary school she worked at. She was a school nurse, and really my volunteering was just hanging out with her and helping her file her stable paperwork. Anyway, I come home and immediately go upstairs to change into comfy clothes. I walk out of my closet and into the right, I'm sorry, into my closet. I look to the right at my door. My door's cracked, and I see a short black mass poking its head into my room. Couldn't be any taller than a small child. Might have been a small child. But what if there was no small child in the house? Again, it sounds like this person needs to go to therapy because their stress is insane right now. Like, all, here's, here's another reason that I never believe a ghost story. It's because they are stories. Yeah. They are not facts. When you are scared or traumatized by a thing that happens, which a lot of the ghost stories claim to be, you don't generally, like your brain as a defense mechanism, generally does not frame it as a first, next, last. It frames it as a clinical dissection of what physically happened, and no emotion is attached to it because the emotion is too dangerous for your brain to deal with right at that moment. Like, I can describe what happened to in my accident. But how I felt about it at the time is not something that I talk about freely because that shit is hard. Like, so in my experience, when you are talking about a story like this, it is a story. Regardless of whether you believe it or not, it's a story. It's not an account. I completely freeze, my body goes cold, and I just stand there and stare at it for a good four to five seconds. Phrases like that fucking prove my point immediately. Um, then I scream bloody murder. When I scream, it disappears. Literally, let me set the scene. That is a storybook phrasing, literally. That is not an account. I don't say, let me set the scene. It was nighttime. I was driving. No, no, no. I was driving home at night. A kid stepped in front of my fucking car. Like... That's what happened. The police got there. 
They found out the guy was the kid was dead. That I I went into shock. Other things happened that I vaguely remember. But like I'm not gonna like if I, you know what I'm saying, it's just not the same. Anyway, go ahead. Um when I scream, it disappears. After it disappears, I stand there frozen because I'm trying to figure out what just happened. Uh, then I muster up the courage and I bolt downstairs. I'm jumping down the stairs. Uh, I'm skipping steps, practically breaking my ankles, trying to get to the, the mom down to my mom downstairs. I'm bawling while I'm trying to explain to her what I just saw. Through sobs, I tell her that I think I just saw a ghost. Let me also add that I've kept my mom updated about every incident, so she's well aware of what I have been experiencing. She calms me down and tells me that she's going to bring me to see her friend that's a medium. Decide after the fact. I'm not trying to diss cultures that are not mine. And your beliefs, as I say, are valid. But I'm just saying sometimes it just isn't the way you say it is. Like if people were... That's the one thing that about like my experience of shit that's kind of like this christianity parts of the bible are accounts of things that happened and those parts are fucking boring (laughs) even when it's war even when it's a personal vendetta they're fucking boring because accounts are boring ghost stories are never boring that is one thing that i say i can like about them they're never boring they just aren't like it's a it's a story that you're telling yourself and others, and that's fine. But I just believe, personally, as an opinion, that... Nuh-uh. <laughs> right, like, it literally. Like, I just believe that at a certain point, you have to be able to say, this is for fun. You Like, SCPs are a perfect example I fucking love reading the SCP Foundation thing. It's because they're very and upfront. those are even written as accounts, a lot of them, too. Right. Which is hard to Very do. difficult, which is one of the reasons I like them so much. Yeah. But they're... It's a... They have basically stated up front, this is a story of which you get to tell one element. Yeah. And now you can come read... The elements that other people have collaboratively written. And that, to me, is really cool. But they acknowledge that it is a story. It is not real. You are supposed to treat it like it's real, because that's part of the fiction. That's part of the role play of the thing. But it isn't real, and they tell you that right up front, so that you're not confused. So that, not that just so that you're not confused. It's so that other people don't come to the website thinking, oh, this is where I can put my ghost story about how I got scared in the shower one time by a handprint that I probably left there last week because condensation's weird and I didn't wa- I didn't fucking Windex my shit like I should have. Like, I don't know. Um, so she takes me to, to the medium and we sit down. Her friend tells me that she can tell that I'm a sensitive and I'm able to see or hear more than most people. And that could be why I've been experiencing so much. I tell her about all of the experiences and she tells me that she feels that whatever has been around sounds like a playful spirit and that they don't actually want to hurt me. See, this I can I can actually get behind this. Because again, if you believe the thing and you are under stress enough to weep and ask for help, if the person you go to for help is like, I am going to work with, I don't know, like a therapist maybe, let's work within your belief system 
to get you right. the stress release that you need. And see, so that's what we were talking about with like getting our demonology. I'm not here for stress relief. I'm here for ranting. <laughs> that's here's your rant. Um, that's what we were talking about with getting our demonology degrees. That we're, we were like, if somebody needs reassurance, we'll be like, oh yeah, it's a demon, but we got rid of it. Don't worry. Yeah, don't even worry about it. You might see some residual effects for a little while, but as you practice these other rituals, breathing exercises or whatever the fuck, it'll eventually you'll start to notice that the presence is exiting the house or whatever. The, the problem that I have with going to a medium somebody who calls themselves a medium and then getting there and then being like, you're a sensitive. It, that's so reinforcing the belief that a few years later, it's going to happen again. But that's kind of the thing though, is that like, if it was a Christian, they would say something like, Oh, you know, the devil is besetting me or whatever. And you go to the priest, and he prays over you, and he douses you with some holy water, and he says, all right, come back if it ever happens again, and we'll re-cleanse your spirit, and you can do another confession, say some Hail Marys, and it'll be over again. And that's fine. Everybody needs rituals to get better. Sure. That's how your brain works. Yours is video games. Mine is also that, but also puzzles and things. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's you. And you do have to work within that. Even a therapist will tell you that. Like that's how you work with somebody with like uh, we call it now dissociative identity disorder, sure. where you have alters. Yeah. Whether or not I believe your alters are real alternate personalities or elaborate lies your brain came up with to protect you, it does not matter. I need to treat you as if they are real, because that is how you experience your life. So I, I can't say that that it's not real to you. You know what I'm saying? Ghosts can be real to you. But overall, I don't think they are real. The They're moon, not objectively real. Right. To me, the moon has a heart, and sometimes she's playful, and sometimes he's a dick. And, like, I believe that. That does not make it real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make it real. Uh, but I can write poetry about it all day. You know what I'm saying? She also tells me that I'm able to tell them I don't want them around anymore. That all I have to do is just respectfully say I don't want them coming into my space. Give yourself power over your stress. And so I did just that. I lit some sage. I spoke out loud. Uh, Thank you for spending time with me, but I no longer want your presence anymore. Please leave me alone. And this might sound crazy, but as I was cleansing the space, I closed my eyes and envisioned a light switch and envisioned it being turned off. This part is the least crazy part about this, in my opinion. Well, it's like like you just said, taking power over your stress. It's incredible as a metaphor yeah visualization exercises affirmations saying things out loud praying all of these things work if you're doing them correctly and doing it correctly just means you believe in whatever you're doing is going to work most mental health like uh therapy wise not like um like medicinally chemically there are things that have you know what i'm saying but most of the breathing air, all that shit, that's the placebo effect on purpose. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're like, this can't help. It does, though. And as long as you believe that in the back of your mind and tell yourself that daily while you do it, it will work eventually. Not maybe to the degree you want it to, but definitely it'll help. Uh, and after that, things completely stopped. Uh, I didn't start having experiences again until after I had my first baby, which makes sense. After birth, your body and mind kind of do a reset. 
and you're a completely new person mentally and spiritually, it feels. If you guys want to hear more encounters, I have plenty. I could tell you about my how my daughter has told me about her past life or the fact that Mokama on the island is definitely haunted. Mokama. Mokama. Uh, is, is, it Mokama? Haunted. is it Mokama? I don't know, actually. They wouldn't Mokama because it's a coffee place, isn't it? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Well, no. Mokama is a brew house for oh. beer. I I say Mokama again. (laughs) I don't know. uh, Yeah, so Mokama on the island is definitely haunted, and multiple employees have had several experiences. So that's the story. At a brew house? No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And with that, I think that's going to wrap up this anniversary episode. I don't know, man. Like, it just... You decide whether or not you want to send us more ghost stories after this. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's also, it's really interesting to me that I always start out so angry. Because, like, to me, it's so stupid. It really is in my heart. I can't deny it. I can't disagree with you. But at the same time, every time we get to the end of one of these, it ends up being a discussion about how, you know what, if it helps you, to believe it. Like, right. It's if that's what helps you cope with mental health, at right? The, at this point in the world, then do it. I don't sure. really give a fuck. I just think it's stupid, but I also think it's something the, your taint is stupid, and other people do that. So. The the assertion that ghosts are real is what always just really throws me off. The assertion in the light of so much evidence that it's not the it's the assumption that I will agree. Yeah, that ghosts are real. You know what I'm saying? It's that assumption. It's the assumption that the story is trying to convince me. It's also just that so many of them are the same. You know? Like, oh, well, this ghost doesn't actually want to hurt you. It's just playful. I've heard that so many times in ghost stories. Yeah. Well. It's just... And, you know, I think that probably plays more into that it's... Yeah, imagine if the only music genre you ever got was ska. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but only ever. Like and not ju- not good ska. Oh, not no. like professional ska. Like Well, no, like garage punk ska. That like that's no, what I want. No. Not the cool ska, bud. Not the good like not the uh, boss. You mean like only real big fish? Uh yep. Uh, I love the song Beer by Real Big Fish. Yeah, you love the song Beer by Real Big Fish, but do you love the rest of Real Big Fish? They also did a only... ska version of uh, Take On Me. That does not sound good to me. Oh, no, it's really good, it actually. Um, but the thing about Real Big Fish is that uh, all of their songs sound like exactly the same. That's so, what I mean. And it's, I know that's what you're getting at It's the monotony of yeah. the thing. It's like, if you only ever listen... To fucking Beethoven, how do you know what Bach sounds like? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, and it's not even Beethoven. If you only ever listen to some motherfucking nameless jackass who copied Beethoven, how would you ever know what Bach sounded like? And that's, to (laughs) me, that's what ghost stories are doing. They are a Xerox copy of a Xerox copy of a Xerox copy to the nth degree until it's distilled down to only the barest form of storytelling and that annoys the fuck out of me as somebody who enjoys storytelling as a core tenant of their whole existence before we go since this is our anniversary episode i did want to shout uh, out all the patrons yeah um but i'm actually having to go into patreon because i need to update my list because some people are gone um 
Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to bury chicken bones and shit, you do that. You do that. I don't care, Please really. do that. But, like... Ugh. <laughs> I don't know. I just... the It's just... in I don't know. There's too much evidence to suggest that, unlike God, like, you cannot disprove God because there's no way to prove God. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I can prove that I can make all of the symptoms of ghosts happen on purpose. Like, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't, obviously. I'm not a scientist or whatever. But, like, other people can and have. And, like, that would be like if you were like, oh, I felt the Holy Spirit. And then somebody put you in a box and was like... I'm going to flip this switch, and then you tell me, do you feel the Holy Spirit or not? And they flip the switch, and you do feel it, and then they flip it off, and it goes away. And you're still like, but it's still the Holy Spirit. And you're like, ah, is it? Is it, though? Or alternatively... Are you associating a phenomenon with a thing you believe, or is the thing you believe causing the phenomenon? I'm going to flip this switch, and then you're going to feel the Holy Spirit. And then you go, okay, I flip the switch, and you don't. And they're like, ah, I feel the Holy Spirit. Right. Type of thing. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, uh, you know, it's just... Don, you look so cool right now with a cowboy hat he playing does, with a butterfly actually. knife. <laughs> it's like a re- It's wild that a cowboy hat was all it took. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> to make me cool. Not To just, make you cooler. Not cool. Like, you were That's, always cool to I us. I think the word is sexy. It is, kind of. Um, it's the fact that it's like... I think Cindy would agree. When people That's find... That's why I have two hats now. Hey. <laughs> it's just like when people... F- to me, okay... So we're still on tangents. Yeah, how long is it? It doesn't matter. All right, sick. Um, to me, it's like when, when people match themselves, it is good. That is what I feel when I see you in a cowboy hat. It's you found a thing that is you. Good. Like, and all it took was me getting screwed by a TikTok ad. Yep. I mean, sometimes. So yeah. So before we go. Um, we do want to thank the people who have stuck with us, some of them since uh, almost, no, I don't say the very beginning, but since the beginning of the Patreon, at least. Yeah. Uh, so going in order, well, um, not quite. Oh, wait. Yeah, I can do it this way. Hold on. All right. So we're going to go with the original, the OG. We got Muddy Blary. Hell yeah. Muddy Blary was one of like our first Three or four patrons. She was the first. He, I don't know. I, I don't, we still don't know no. who that person is. No, but, um, so yeah, so Muddy Blair. One of us does. <gasps> <laughs> Do you? Indeed. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Can you at least tell if it's either male or female? I shall not. Wow. Uh, the next is Katie Reitzel, Amanda Galilli, Jonathan Brada, Carly... Um, it's longer every time. <laughs> no offense to anyone else, but Carly's my favorite. Eric, <laughs> uh, Erica Ingle, John D, uh, Luis Navidad, uh, Spunky Queerjor. Uh, oh man, Lex be better. Angela Period, Counts Clerk. <laughs> Angela, <laughs> just just a, Angela. A, a Counts Clerk who is our Australian. Oh, um, hey, patron. Uh, Jeannie... Is it okay if I say crikey? <laughs> no, Damn it. no, uh, only if you put on the hat. Oh. <laughs> uh, Jeannie Lee Davis, Thank you. Gorgeous, 
Irving Vallejas, or Villegas, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Ralph Cas- Castaneda, Bradley Ashburn, Adam Hartland, or Heitland, sorry, Adam Heitland, and Mike Hey. And <laughs> yeah, we both that. nod every time <laughs> yep. he does that. Why? Yep. <laughs> so we want to thank all of you guys for your support. Seriously. Um, thank you so much for as, as long as you've been here. It's, you know, it's, it's two years to us and it's two years of support is yeah, the way we feel about it. Pretty so, much. Yep. So with that, we're going to wrap up this anniversary episode. Uh, we went off on multiple tangents. We went off, we went off on so many tangents. Yeah. We got maybe we got enough of the tangents out that we can stay on topic for the next couple episodes. I don't, I don't know, know if you know how tangents work. <laughs> <laughs> so again, we just want to say fuck cancer, fuck, fuck cancer. cancer, fuck the bitchels, both Gary and Silly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to the plant babies and their moms. Shouts out. Um, be good to yourselves. Be good to yourselves. Thank you for visiting our town. Thanks for Thank coming you or whatever. So much yeah, and for two years yeah. of township. That's a guy. What's your name? I have been Father Donathan. I've been uh, Reuben, the Holy Son, or whatever. And for two years now, I've been Josh, also known as the man by many names. Yes. And we will see you guys next season. Bye. Bye. <laughs> it's not a season, though. Bye.